0: I bring you greetings from Defiance, Ohio, and my wife told me to tell you all much love, Praise God. especially you, Andy, much love. God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I, I, I need to get to the place where I need to get to because you were giving me a lot of confirmation, amen, because I'm going to step into some place you've probably never been before. So, Amen. So how, how many want to be what God wants you to be? Yes, All right, so you're willing to pay the price. Amen. Now, if you're not willing to pay the price, stand up, let me pray for you. <laughs> because people oftentimes want God's best, but they're not willing to give God their best. Right. Amen. And, and it starts exactly with what your pastor said. It starts with your giving. Amen. Amen. It starts with your willing to give. Amen I, I'm not going to belabor to that, but you need to understand that Jesus is looking at your giving. Amen. Amen. I, I believe Psalms 20 or Psalms 120 says that Jesus is standing at the offering plate, and when you call for help, he looks at your offerings to release. Help from the sanctuary. Amen. Read it. That means that he's going to step out in the supernatural because you stepped out of the natural. That's where we're supposed to live. i got to start this thing right here. I'm messing up already. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you. Father God, I thank you for this church. I thank you for the people that are in this church tonight. I pray, Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, Give them ears to hear what the spirit of the living God is saying. Yes, Father God, give them a heart to be obedient to the truth of your word. Yes, and that truth is going to set them free. Yes, I pray, Father God, that as we come into agreement with your word, willing to do your will, we're going to be moved into the place that you've ordained us to be moved into. And we're expectant. Thank you, Lord. Say, I'm expectant. I'm to hear, to see, and to do. In the name of Jesus, every heart that agrees said, amen, 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 and amen. Turn with me to Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 15 through 20. I'm a word person. So if you're taking notes, I hope you got a sharp pencil. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to give you scripture. Because one thing I found out, you can't argue with scripture. You can argue with me. You can argue what I say, but you can't argue with the word. Because the word will always set you free. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right at his right hand in heavenly places. I want to preach to you understanding the assignment, ordering the natural to receive the supernatural. Ordering the natural to receive the supernatural. To embrace the supernatural, we must receive and accept the supernatural power of God. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. I want to thank your pastors for inviting me to allow me to minister to you. Amen. And my prayer has been that you receive what I'm telling you. Okay. Amen. And looking at this thing, the Lord was leading me in this direction of transition. Hallelujah. Meaning the moving, the shifting, and the changes that we have to make to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is a change of heart and mind to embrace what was given to us as believers. This is what Paul is speaking about in his prayer. He's praying that we will begin to understand the exceeding, what is the exceedingly greatness of his power toward us who believe. Right. Who believes? Believe. Are you a believer in here? Yes, yes. If you're a believer, then the power of God is at your disposal. Yes, yes. The issue is do we know how to use that power? For I leave here tonight, you're going to use that power. Right. Yes. For I leave here tonight, You're going to dip your toe into that power. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I know you may have never been this way before, but I've wrestled with this and what I was supposed to do. And this is what I'm supposed to do. So get ready. Amen. This is what the apostle was speaking of, of the supernatural, the power of God that we need revelation of. This is a spiritual assignment. Tell your neighbor, this is an assignment. Yes. We have been given along with many other assignments, tasks, and positions in the house of God. Amen. That we need to fulfill and we need to master. That word master is very important because we're not called to be jack of all trades. Our God is not a jack of all trades. When he gives you a gift, when he gives you revelation, when he gives you understanding, you need to master that gift. Glory to God. Thank you, Father God. I hear people say, I don't know what I'm called to do uh, in the kingdom or in the church. Do what your hands find to do until you receive the revelation to believe the word. Say it's in the book. I've never been to a church that has all the help it needs or all the assignments that the word tells us we are to do are being done. One assignment everybody has is to pray. Pray, ask, and seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and he will show you your assignment. Your assignments are very important as you set your heart and your mind to find out. Today we're speaking of an assignment that we all are called to do that is living in the supernatural and doing the supernatural. Say it's a move of God. Move of God. Stop trying to be normal. Come on. Come on now. Stop trying to fit in. You're not called to fit in. Oh, right. Church should be unusual. Yes, sir. Right. And that's our normal. It's not normal. I, I had a guy in my church that was saying, well, church needs to be over at 12 o'clock. I said, as long as we're not praying for you. (laughs) Amen. Now, if I'm praying for him, he's not trying to get to Bob Evans. If I'm praying (laughs) for everybody else, he's kind of moving toward the door. You got to let the Holy Ghost be the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And what I told him was, I don't work for you. I work for Jesus. And when he sends the Holy Ghost, I keep working until the Holy Ghost says stop. till the anointing changes. Amen. 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 Because that's what you have to learn (coughs) is never go without the anointing. Stay in the anointing. It is a fact that many have not made that move. To walk in the supernatural realm is to receive the truth of the Word of God that will set you free from the limitations of the natural surrounding of this earthly life. You've got to be willing to do the supernatural. Every day. Not just on Sunday, not just when you come in here. Amen? I've got to go here because I'm trying to get somewhere and I just can't get there. My brother, I hear the Lord say that this is going to be your decade, okay? Okay. The 20s are going to be your decade. And the Lord said, in this season of the 20s, he said, I'm going to begin to anoint you to start a school of evangelism. He said, as you put this school of evangelism together, signs, wonders, and miracles are going to follow the teaching and the people that are willing to walk in that spirit of evangelism. He said, we have thought in this country that the signs, wonders, and miracles were in the 50s and the 60s, and when the big evangelists were ministering to people, and that time is over. The Lord said that was just the beginning. He said there's a new generation that needs to understand the power and the anointing of God. And as you begin to set up this school of evangelism, he said you will begin to impart into these men and women of God. And he said I'm going to impart the supernatural. He said, because you two cannot do it all. The Lord said, you two cannot do it all. And Annie, I heard the Lord say, I heard this three days ago, and I didn't understand it. He said, Annie's a mom. I said, yeah, I know she's a mom. That was in my head. I didn't tell God that. I I I was hoping he wasn't reading. And I began to ask, got that, didn't you? God knows everything whether you speak it out loud or not, but I heard you were a mom, and I heard the Lord tell me that you're going to begin to draw young women into this church, and as they come into this church, you're going to teach them how to be a mother, but you're also going to teach them how to be a virtuous woman of God. You're going to begin to speak a word into their hearts, and as you speak that word in their hearts, things are going to begin to fall off of them isms and schisms and and hurts and abuse is going to begin to fall off of them because they're going to begin to see you as i see you says the spirit of the living god he said i see your heart i see your mind and i see your love and every time that you embrace these young women something's going to break on them and the lord said as it begins to break they're going to line up to be virtuous women okay It is not based on where they come from, what they've done, what has happened in their lives, but the anointing that's on you is going to bring them into the presence. It's going to bring them into the presence of what God desires to do. So he said, get ready. Okay? They're coming. Some of them are already here. They just haven't made up their mind yet. They're still looking, trying to decide, is she real? Okay? Because they don't know you. She's real. She's real. I'm telling you, she's real. But if she begins to minister, there's going to be such a change in this house. Amen. Oh Lord. Okay. Let me let me go here too. I hear the Lord say, "Some of you young ladies are looking for husbands." Ribbit, ribbit. Who? I could have heard all the animals in the woods right after I said that. <laughs> the Lord is saying, <clears throat> you're desiring to find a good, godly man. And the Lord said, you be a good, godly woman. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not going to give you my best, and you're not my best. He said, it's time for you to put your foot down. And it's time for you to begin to stop leading with your heart, but leading with your spirit. The Lord will send you the right man or the right woman. But you get in the place that God desires you to get into. Amen. Your pastors are wonderful examples. Amen. But you got to pray what needs to be prayed. You got to say what needs to be said. And you got to learn how to love your mate. Well, brother, what's that got to do with the supernatural? You can't stay married without the supernatural. I've been married 47 years. I went with my wife three years before we got married. We got 50 years in. Amen. And my children say, we never seen you and mom fuss or fight. I said, because we know how to fight. I'm still in love with her. I ain't never spent the night on the couch. The word of the Lord in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. We don't. I don't. Amen. Amen. She has a couple times, but I leaned over and kissed her anyway. (laughs) I leaned over and said, baby, I love you. (laughs) Too late now. I'm good to go. (laughs) What I'm saying is, you need the supernatural power of God to even stay married. Yes, sir. True. Amen. Amen. Because you have to learn how to fight. And you have to fight fair with the person that you love. Amen. I don't know why this is in here right, there, right in this place. Because it isn't what God told me to say. Or excuse me, to put in my message. But it is what he's telling me to say. So I'm just saying unto you, not only is God getting ready to turn the church around, he's going to turn the people around. Amen. Because Amen. we are in a decade. A decade of what you say. Come on, okay? Yes, sir. Be careful what you say. Yes, sir. Be careful what you say to your mate. Amen. 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 Don't fly off the handle. Let the Holy Ghost reel you in. Amen. Amen. Give him the honor he deserves because he, he will never let you say anything wrong. But, you know, we'll say something wrong, then we'll ask, Lord, forgive us. Lord Lord, help. Lord, I didn't mean it that way. Yes, you did. You said it. You could have caused, called a pause in the cause. Amen. Instead of trying to win the argument. You can't win all the time. The person that's blessed is the person that gives in. You know at my church, I, I told them I got a sound effect thing. And when I say something like that, you hear "ribbit, ribbit." Crickets. Crickets are chirping. Don't let that stuff pass you by. God has to change your life in order for you to have a better life. Let Him. Amen. Amen. All right. That PSA is over. Now we got to go back to the word. Glory to God. Public service announcement. Okay. We're back to the word now. Thank you, Lord. When you were born again, the word said in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What were the old things? The mindsets, the natural things that we lived by in a sinful world because we were in darkness. This is one of our greatest battles to change our minds to embrace the life-changing word of God concerning our new life understanding we have left the darkness of the flesh and the devil, knowing and understanding that light has come. For the word of the Lord says in Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2, Arise and shine, for the light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep dark- darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen yes. upon you. That glory is the anointing of the supernatural wonder-working power of God, which is available to you. Amen? We have to change some mindsets because most people think that the anointing is resting upon your pastors. Oh, Lord, if I could grow up and be like the man and woman of God. You can. The anointing flows from the head down. So where are you sitting? Are you we used to say, I want to be in the spot where the glory flows out. That ain't what we're saying no more. You have to have a relationship with your pastors. You have to have a relationship where you trust them, where you believe in them. You look at their life and you begin to say, I I, I want our life to be like their life. There's nothing wrong with that because we're the body of Christ. And the word of the Lord says that each joint Fitly supplies another need to another joint. Your pastors are the head joint from the neck down. Desire that anointing. Desire to walk where they walk. Amen? Amen. With everything that the Lord requires, it's a choice to be made, to release the natural, to embrace the supernatural. The natural is defined as the scope or dimension that operates under the laws of time, space, and matter. Through the senses, we can access that dimension of life, which is based on our desires to please ourselves in human nature. Amen. That's the natural. The natural is all about you. You're saved now, so it's a little less about you. Before you were saved, it was all about numero uno. Then you got saved and it bent a little bit. It's still in there at times. But it needs to be gone. Because if you're going to walk in the supernatural, it's got to be about somebody else. Amen. Say it's a work of the flesh. That is our old life. Our new life must be received by a choice to transform our choices and desires to please God and not ourselves. For the word says this in Romans 8 and 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. This is where we transition and accept the assignment of the supernatural. What is the supernatural? I'm so glad you asked. Hallelujah. It is a dimension that is above natural laws. It is the spiritual scope unseen. And eternal, it is located outside of time, and it is not defined by the natural laws of our senses. This area is accessed through faith in God, according to his word. And it manifests in the natural to be seen and observed. It also is according to the dictionary. It is a manifestation or event attributed to a force beyond scientific understanding or laws of nature what I just said, the world would interpret as ghost hunters, paranormal activity, everything but God. God doesn't do supernatural. That's what the world thinks. God is supernatural. All the rest of this is lies and deception of the enemy. Amen. They paint a picture to create the dark side of the supernatural. For we live in a world where the supernatural manifests both areas of what is right and what is wrong. Amen. Satan's a counterfeiter. He wants to counterfeit the supernatural to draw the world in. Amen. We know the supernatural is real. Amen. We know ghosts are demons. Amen, lights. We know ghosts are demons. Taking, captive, taking people captive because they've got more faith in a ghost than they do in the Lord. See, we're getting ready to change all that. Tell your neighbor, we're getting ready to change all that. I said we because we're the body of Christ. Not I. We. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Know this, Satan always counterfeits the real with the false to deceive, to steal, kill, and destroy not only you, but your faith in the truth that will set you free. People struggle with this, you know. Well, how come the church ain't talking about it? Because it's a deception. We don't have to talk about deception. We got the real deal. Amen. We got Coke. Sorry for you, Pepsi drinkers, but we got Coke. It's the real deal. We're not struggling. We know what's real. Thank you, Lord. That didn't mean nothing. I like Mountain Dew. Come on now. Hallelujah. That's a Pepsi product if you didn't know. Thank you, Jesus. But as a born again believer, when I said that, you heard signs, wonders, and miracles the works of Jesus, the power of God manifesting in the earth, which represents the inheritance given to all who believe in the name of Jesus, who declared in Mark 16, 17 through 20, and these signs follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. That's the part that scares saints right there. Hallelujah. But they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Uh, let me stop right there. Understand this, that serpents uh, represent the demonic. <laughs> Amen. And any, if they drink anything deadly, that was the greatest fear that people had then, was poison and serpents. They go together. We don't have that. Yes, we're afraid of snakes, right? Hallelujah. Can I get a witness? Yeah, right. I know you're in there. Thank you. You're afraid of snakes, but the word of the Lord says you got nothing to fear. If Paul could shake a serpent off, can you? Come on. If you're walking in the supernatural, you bind that. Throw that thing off and keep on trucking. Thank you, Lord. Lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. So be it. Let it be done. Say, "This this is our assignment. And we understand the assignment. The assignment is to manifest the same supernatural power that Jesus did. And that requires us to have faith in God and faith in the word of God, just as the disciples did after Jesus gave them a portion of his spirit. Before Jesus was glorified, he did the same thing Moses did. He gave the disciples a portion of what he had. Amen. We have a greater portion. Amen. We have a greater portion. Because he's been glorified. And he said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye. That didn't have any limit on it. There was no limit on that. Luke 9, 1 and 2 says, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseaseless. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. The word had to go forth. This power and authority is the Greek word dunamis, which is the Bible definition of supernatural. Strong's at at, uh, 1410 in the Concordance says, it means the miraculous power, a miracle, ability, abundance, a worker of miracles, power, strength, And a mighty work and violence. Violence. Amen. You're going to have to fight to do the supernatural. Amen. Because the devil don't want you to do the supernatural. And you're going to have to battle. That fighting is in your mind. Touch your heads right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now, Father God, that I decree and declare there will be no mind-binding and no confusion about who can do the supernatural. Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you anoint us, you lead us, you guide us to be able to walk in the truth of the word of God. And that truth says, signs and wonders shall follow you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And every heart that agrees said, amen, 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 and amen. That goes for you children, too. You can do signs and wonders. I remember, my wife holds a record for Disneyland. She's been six times. Mm -hmm. I've been five. Hallelujah. (laughs) We were were planning our vacation going to Disneyland. Amen. Disney World, excuse me. And while we were there, we would always go to Benny Hinn's church. Amen. We'd go to conferences, whatever was (laughs) going on there. And I had discovered Benny Hinn in 1988 off of a satellite dish. I found him. I would watch him every day. I had to leave the house at 2.30. My wife would get home at 2.30. I had to be at work at 3 o'clock. We were 25 miles from where I had to go to work. So she would come in the door, and I'd go out the door. But when she'd come home, I'd be crying. I'd be a basket case. Every time the anointing of God would stir up, my heart would break. Every time somebody got healed, my heart would break. I would just bawl and bawl and bawl. I was like, Lord, what is this? He says, you're tapping into the spirit. And it would just draw me. And we were in Florida. And they were doing a conference. And we got there. We were in overflow. And I said, well, Lord, if he prays, I'm going up and get that anointing tonight. I'm not going to miss it out. And he called for people. 700 people got in line, and I was standing back there. I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, don't let him stop. Don't let him stop. Don't let him stop. He was doing my brother thing, and he was just slaying people, just laying them out, laying hands on them. And then I just about probably got 100 people away. I thought that was good myself after the 700 was in front of me. And he said, we got to stop. Tell them go back to your seats. We'll do it again another day. My heart was broken. Come on, can I be honest? My heart was broken. I got just about back to where we at. And the Lord said, you carry the same anointing that Benny carries. He don't need to lay hands on you. Oh, I'm really crying now. (laughs) I can't even see where I'm supposed to go. What kind of word was that? And I knew it was God. Speaking to me audibly because I've heard God audibly and I came back. And My wife says you didn't make it and I told her what God said. I I don't know what else was preached after that. He said you already carry that anointing stir up your faith stir up your faith. Amen. And and I was good. I, I was good. We do morning prayer from 9.30 to 10.30 every day. And we were in prayer. Nobody had come that day. Yeah, there are some days nobody wants to pray but the pastors. Amen. And we were in there, and man, I was just assaulting heaven. I I was opening up portals. I was opening up places to get in. And I said, Lord, I need more anointing. And I saw my wife go, I said, oh, the Lord doesn't give her a word. The prophetess has got a word. Hallelujah. And I was over there, and I said, what did God say? She said, God said, you haven't used what you got. So why are you asking for more? I'm crying now, y'all. I'm really crying now. I I said, but Lord, I've been trying to, he said, she said it to me again she said the lord said use what you got before you ask for more Amen. <laughs> i said okay all right i'm good to go Come on, Jesus. i'm good to go I, I didn't take it as an offense i took it as i got to do a lot more yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. I, i've got to stop dipping in and begin to swim you know the word of the lord said you went knee deep and ankle deep and you no know, i got to get in below above my head to get that anointing. That's what I'm saying to you. Don't settle for a little. Settle for all God wants to give you because somebody needs what you got. Amen? And you've got to use it. Glory to God. The word of the Lord says, the supernatural is all this and even more that we know. It's waiting For those who are hungry for a move of God, because these signs follow those that believe. For Jesus said, in my name, the supernatural flows. The whole spiritual existence is based on what you believe to be the truth of the word of God and the fact that it is supernatural in nature, for it is alive. Jesus said in John 6 and 63, it is the spirit who gives life and the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. You can see the flesh, but the spirit you can't see. It requires you to do more than what you would do in the natural. Faith without works is dead. And it will always be dead. A lot of people are talking a good game, but they're not doing nothing. You got to step out. Amen. You got to step out and believe what the word of the Lord says. Spirit and life. Because they are empowered by the Holy Spirit of God, who has been sent to teach and to show us the things of God that you are so inclined to do. For the word says this in John 16, 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come. How many have the spirit of truth? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. All right. How many are listening to him? Right. All right. Don't be ashamed because I'm, I'm here to change some stuff. First words I spoke to you was transition. That means change. Amen. You got to begin to listen. Amen. You got to begin to listen when he speaks. And we don't listen all the time. I don't listen all the time. <gasps> Pastor brought that rascal in here and he said he don't listen? Yeah, I just said it. I'm honest. That's one thing you got to know about me. I'm going to be honest. I've had God speak to me in a still small voice. And I'm busy. You know, I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. And he's speaking. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to try. I'm concentrating. I'm going to get this finished. And And then when things get quiet, I'm like, God was speaking to me. Oh, I repent, Lord. Lord, I repent. What were you saying? What? what? You can do that. I've done that. And I said, okay, Lord, my prayer every day is speak to me. Your servant hears. Not you speaking and I'm ignoring you. Come on. I had to change that. Yeah, that happens to leaders. You're focused. You're doing something. The Holy Ghost speaks, and, and you don't pay attention. God will speak to you when he wants to, Amen. not when you want him to. Amen. I don't care if you're in the shower, in the bathroom, driving your car, cutting your grass. I don't care what you're doing. He wants to speak. Stop. Go Because what he has to say to you is more important than anything you're doing. I had to learn that. You know, you can be focused. You can be uh, so orientated that I think I got to get this done. I got to get it done. And then he begins to speak. It is all right for him to speak to me when I'm writing a message. It should be all right for him to speak to me no matter what I'm doing. Amen. Zone everything else out and find out what God is saying. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It is the power of the Holy Ghost that we have been given, amen, to do the supernatural, you have to receive this truth, for he is the power of God. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's in you. He's waiting for you to come into agreement with your purpose and your destiny for which you were created. Jesus gave us. No, he asked the Father for the Holy Ghost to give us the power to be witnesses for the truth. That witness is not in what you say as much as what you do. The world is looking for what you do. There's a portion of scripture, I, I can't tell you where it's at right now, that Jesus said these people will not believe unless they see signs and wonders. You want to drag them to church, but you can do signs and wonders. You can do it. Tell your neighbor, you can do it. Can do it. Now look at them like, the Lord is telling them, you can do it. Because that's what he's saying. You can do it. Pastor Ziggy, your pastors can't be there all the time. I, I tell people all the time, you trying to get people to come to church, pray for them. Minister to them. Give them a word from the Lord. Can I do that? Same Holy Ghost gives you word that does healing. It's the same Holy Ghost. Make up your mind. Amen? Amen. Mm. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Oklahoma. Not just in the Holy Land. (coughs) Anywhere where you plant your foot. I remember, how many of you know who Peter Wagner is? Was. Was. Peter is dead. I went to a, a seminar he held when we first started church. And Peter was a missiologist. He was a professional missionary. And they were in Bolivia for 20 years. 20 years. And he was saying, if I'd known what I know today, Bolivia would be a saved nation. He said, but when we went, we didn't believe in the Holy Ghost. Didn't believe in Acts 1 and 8. Okay? He came home and sat in a class in spiritual warfare by Charles Craft. I don't know if you know him or not. These are fathers of a movement. And in Charles Craft's class, He was getting people filled with the Holy Ghost, and he has a warfare book this thick. It's an amazing book. You got to definitely have some milk and cookies while you're reading it, but it's a big book. (laughs) And he began to say that. And when Peter came out of that class, he said, if I had believed in the power of the Holy Ghost, we could evangelize that nation. He said, but we kept running into witchcraft, witch doctors witches. He would hold a meeting, and they would come outside the meeting. And he said, I didn't know what to do with them. I, I, I was preaching, the word of God, you preach the word of God, and that's going to do it. Well, it wasn't doing it, because the people believed in witchcraft more than they believed in God. So he was saying, now this is what they're doing, and while they're doing it, it's falling on deaf ears. He said, 20 years we fought the good fight of faith and came home. And he said, in six weeks I sat in a class and I found out the Holy Ghost lived in me. The Holy Ghost lives in you. You've got to let him be who God wants him to be in you. You can be sitting out there right now saying, well, uh, but that's a good word, but you know, I'm not ready for that. What are you ready for? Tomorrow is not promised to no one. You've been praying and asking God to use you. Let him use you. Thank you, Jesus. You have to understand that it's just not about being saved, but to advance the kingdom of God, that all will be given the opportunity to be saved. And while we're doing that, to destroy the works of darkness on the way. Remember when I gave the definition of power and the word dunamis? One of the words used to describe it was violence. And the word says in Matthew 11:12, 12, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Amen. You got to stand up and be counted. Amen. Yes, Amen. Amen. This speaks of the warfare of the kingdom, the kingdom light against darkness, that we pick up the weapon of our warfare in the supernatural to do the works of Jesus. Just as Jesus did. For the word says in 1 John 3 and 8, He who sins is from the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Warfare is part of this. You're going to have to fight. Amen? Amen. I'm talking about real fight. I'm not talking about you come to church and you're a warrior and then Monday morning you're quiet. No, you got to get in the battle. you got to stay in the battle. you got to decree and declare the truth of the word of God because somebody needs what you're going to say. Amen. He destroyed the works of the devil by doing works of God in the supernatural. And as he trained his disciples in these works, we call them miracles and wonders and signs. But he told them plainly in Matthew 10 and 8, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. That's all we got. And we got to give it. This is part of our assignment in the supernatural. These are the works that we can and we must do. Miracles, signs, and wonders should be a believer's natural atmosphere. The term miracle speaks of a surprising and welcome event that is not applicable by natural or scientific laws, and therefore it is considered a work of a divine agency. And that divine agency is God, not a higher power, not the man upstairs. God. Amen. Give him his proper due. <laughs> Amen. That just bugs me. I hear, I'm talking to people about God, and they say, Yeah, I know the man upstairs. Uh, the man upstairs. That man you're talking about rules the whole upstairs. (laughs) Glory to God. The third heaven belongs to him. Thank you, Father. Jesus declared, these are the works of my Father. In John 14, 10 through 12. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. This is the scripture you need to have on your refrigerator, on your bathroom mirror. It says, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. We got permission. Tell your neighbor, we got permission. You got permission to do signs, wonders, and miracles. This is your permission to do the works of Jesus. Jesus spoke by Jesus himself. This is read in my Bible. It means nobody else got it. Jesus said it. Amen. If it's not read in your Bible, you need to order a new one. Hallelujah. As a believer, it's time to show some signs. It's time to walk in your assignment. It's time to do what you were created to do. Your pastors can't do it all. It's time to manifest and bring glory to the name of the Lord and the God you serve by desiring to do the supernatural. Amen. Fivefold ministry is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Old school ministry said, we paying him, he can do it all. Amen. You can't find that in the word of God because fivefold is to train you to do the works of the ministry. OK, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to do an activation. I'm going to activate you in the supernatural. You all find somebody that you can pray with. You can pray with your husband and your wife if you want to or you can get a stranger. I don't care. Find someone, go to them, stand up, and then I'm going to teach you an activation. Amen. As my grandmama used to say, make haste, child, make haste. <laughs> so get you, get you some room. Get you some room. Amen. The children can do this too. Amen. You can do this. Come on. You have to get out of your comfort zone. If you're going to do signs and wonders, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. Amen? Amen. I don't know how many of you prayed for this. Amen. Lord, use me one day. Lord, anoint me one day. This is how you get anointed. Amen? Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Amen. Grab a hold of their hands. Look them in the eye. Said, I'm, I'm thankful to you that you're going to let me practice. I'm going to pull on the anointing of God, and I'm expecting a manifestation. manifestation. Practice does not make perfect. It makes permanent. I'm going to pull on the anointing, and the anointing is going to be on me permanently. The more you activate, the stronger the anointing will come. Amen. Amen. So I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. When I say pray, you begin to pray. Before you go there, the person you're holding hands with, if they need a healing, tell the person you're holding hands with what you want healed. Be honest. Some stuff we're living with. Say, I can live, it ain't going to kill me. I can, I can live with it. Okay, that's the thing we want to get healed. Because that's a chink in your armor. That's a door that's open. That's a door that is cracked and the enemy can keep coming in it. So if you've got an area of your life that you need healing in, share it with the person that you're joining hands with. Don't let the devil tell you, well, well, no, that's giving uh, 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 props to the devil. No, it's not. Because God is going to manifest. Amen? So once you get through sharing that, and the other person shares with you, when I say begin to pray, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. If you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost, then just begin to pray and ask God to loose his anointing upon you. Amen? Begin. Thank you Father God. Yiraboboho Rosuria rababobobohoraki. Mishka rababoko Rosuria rababobokoraka. Maheyan rababoko Rosuria rabbi bibi. Bohoro Rosuria rababaka. Mishka rababobo Rosuria rababaka. Mishka rababobo rabbi bibi Mohoro kar yandaroboka. Mohoro sahaya. Mi rababobo Rosuria me, Stara Bobo rababaka Rababaka, Borosoria Rababaki, me steady BBBB under Robocorosa. Stop. Stop. I want the taller person to pray first. What you pray is to release the anointing of God to heal. This person, the anointing of God to destroy whatever the enemy has put in their life. Amen. Begin. I need to pray for them. Pray for him like you want to see a manifestation. Pray for him like you want to see a manifestation. When I say stop, stop and switch partners. Begin. Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Heal him right now, oh God. Heal him. Heal them right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Heal him. Heal them right now, oh God, in Jesus' name. Heal them. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. No more private pain. No more private pain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Touch them and heal them right now. Make them whole, oh God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, Lord. All right. Finish it up. Finish it up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. Stop. Stop. How many receive something? How many receive something? Amen. Did you feel something? Did you step out of your comfort zone? See, revival is getting ready to hit this area. Revival is getting ready to hit this area because of what you all do outside the church. It isn't about you being faithful to come to church. It's what you do outside the church that's going to win souls, that's going to bring people in here. And they're going to come in and testify, they prayed for me, and the pain stopped. They prayed for me, and I don't have migraine headaches anymore. They prayed for me, and I don't go to the chiropractor anymore. Amen. Somebody's got a hip that's hurt. Come up here. Somebody's got pain in their hip. I've got pain in my hip, and I don't have a hip problem. When I feel pain in my body, somebody has got a problem. Okay? So I want to pray for you. I'm believing that that anointing has been deposited in your life now. Amen. So I'm going to pray that God is going to remove Mm -hmm. that. It's a dull pain. You know, it's like somebody pressing you, just pressing you in your hip, right, right around in here. I'm going to pray and believe that God is going to heal you. Amen. Are you going to be believing with me? You're going to believe God's going to heal you? You're going to believe God's going to make you whole? You're going to believe that when you get up in the morning, you don't have to check and see if things are still working? Did you just get up in the morning and throw yourself out of bed? That's what we're going to believe right now. Amen. You all stretch your hands toward them. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, Father God, I speak. I speak to her hip area. I bind the strong man over hip pain. I bind the strong man, Father God, of those electrical impulses that are going down the back of her leg. <clears throat> I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath right now. In the name of Jesus, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Don't worry about that. There's healing. That's healing right there in Jesus' name. Put your hand on your chest right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to whatever is in her lungs. In the name of Jesus, I thank you right now that I command it to come up and out. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go right now. Let it go in Jesus' name. All the way out of her lungs in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now, Father God, that, Lord, her hips are healed. Father God, her hips are healed right at the top of your jeans, okay? Does that hurt? Is there a pain right at the, right? Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now, Father God, that in the name of Jesus, I break that blockage, Father God. I command in the name of Jesus, Father God, heal her spine, heal her hips, Father God, heal her in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' name, do what you couldn't do. Keep lifting it. If it pops, don't worry about something's out of joint. It's leaving you. In Jesus' name. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to make him whole. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we rebuke, we rebuke, we rebuke this pain in his hips and his lower back. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Do what you couldn't do. Don't look for the pain, look for the healing. Come on now. Father in the name of Jesus Father God in the name of Jesus Ishura baka bi rababu rosori arababu koraka moru sugeri ya rababaka moru suri ya rababaki bi skarababu rosaraka banda rabokor rafi You've had this for a long 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 time when you were in your youth, you are in your youth. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Father God, take that pain out of his hips, out of his back. I pray in the name of Jesus right now, right now, right now. Go, go in Jesus' mighty name. Go in Jesus' mighty name. Go all the way out, all the way out. All the way out in Jesus' mighty name. All the way out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Brother, I saw you falling. I saw you falling. Matter of fact, it was a dare. It was a jump, a dare. And the Lord wants to heal your back. He wants to heal this area right here. He wants to heal it right now. In the name of Jesus, I command the healing virtue of the Holy Ghost to be healed, to be healed by the power of the Spirit of the living God in Jesus' name. Pain subside. Pain subside in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's funny. Thank you, Lord. I heard you say, I want to do the things I used to do. <laughs> I'm not funny that you, that you say that, but that you're thinking of that. I, I want to be just as mobile as I used to be because that's your character, okay? Father, in the name of Jesus, heal her hips. Father God, heal her back. Heal her knees. Heal her knees, oh God. In the name of Jesus, from my position in the third heaven, where Jesus is speaking my name, I release the power of God now in Jesus' mighty name. Take a deep breath, take a deep breath. In Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. name. That's stubborn. That's a stubborn, that's a stubborn pain. Because when I said come out, it peaked. In the name of Jesus, I command right now in Jesus' name. Come here, brother. Your husband needs to lay hands on your back where it hurts. Okay. We're two touching and agree. We're touching and agreeing right now. Ah. Ah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All the pain come out of her back. All the pain come out of her back. In the name of Jesus, right now, right now, all the pain. In the name of Jesus. Father God, she wants to be able to do what she used to do. In the name of Jesus, we agree.
1: Repeat after me.
0: Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive everyone. I forgive, those I forgive those who scandalized my name, who tried to talk bad about my husband. I forgive them all. I, them all. I, turn, them over to you.
1: I turn them over to
0: you. No longer, no longer.
1: Will, I
0: even will I even consider
1: words,
0: words. That, memory to me. that memory recall brings to me. I'm not going to rehearse this any longer. In the, Jesus, In the name of Jesus, I let it go. Get out of my body. Get out of my body. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right, right, now. Right, now. Right, right now. right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. Right, right now. now. Right now. I bind that strong man, and I command Praise him to loose you and let you go. Thank In you. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Do what you, Thank you Jesus. couldn't do. Hallelujah. Don't look for the pain. Look for the healing. Look for the healing. Come on, look for the healing. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Come on. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. Don't wait till you get home to test it out. Do it now. Hallelujah. I need to pray for anybody over here? Okay. All right. When prayer went forth, how many felt the anointing and received a healing? Okay. You have to activate the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Don't just say, well, Lord, I just want you to use me. Practice it. Activate it. Amen. Amen. The Lord told me, this is what you're going to teach in evangelism class. You're going to teach people how to draw on the anointing of God, and when they step out to evangelize, you know, we often say, can I pray for you? Well, you're going to pray with expectation. They're going to pray with, something's going to happen when I pray. Something's going to happen when I pray. That's going to start revival in this part of Oklahoma. That's going to start revival in this part of Oklahoma. This is an interim building. I want you to know that. This is an interim building. Because there are three more moves ahead of you. Okay. People are going to come. And they're going to come and they're going to link up. They're going to link up because of the spirit that's in this place. They're coming looking for one thing and they're going to get another. They're going to say, I didn't know a church this existed like this. Amen. And your children are going to be anointed. Your children are going to be anointed. They don't want the anointing, but they're going to get the anointing. Amen. They're going to get the anointing. Because you can't hang around the side of the pond and not fall in it. begin to ask God to increase your hearing. Amen. In the morning, I'm going to minister on hearing. Because every miracle that Jesus did, he prayed and heard. You got to pray and you got to hear. You got to practice what you hear. And that also might mean you got to stop listening to everything that isn't a blessing or that puts your spirit in duress. Amen. Because you're going to have to separate from the world. Amen. I, I'm not telling you to join a commune or move up in the hills somewhere, but I'm telling you, guard your spirit. Guard what you allow in your ears. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. How many are worried about COVID? You all good? All right. Now, somebody needs to come up here so I can pray for Sister Robinson. Cherie. All right. Come on. A threefold cord is not easily broken. Come on, darling. Come on. You all join hands. Because she's fighting. She's fighting tooth and nail. That this thing is not going to get hurt.
1: Amen.
0: And we're going to pray like they prayed for Peter when he was locked up in jail. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That the plan of the enemy is getting ready to be broken.
1: Amen.
0: Father, in the name of Jesus, you all pray in tongues. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now, oh God. I pray, Father God, that I bind the strong man of COVID I bind the strong man of every virus that can affect the body, that will affect the lungs and the organs. I pray, Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus right now, that we plead the blood of Jesus over her. We decree and declare that the enemy is not going to have a foothold, that the enemy is not going to drag her down, that the enemy is not going to cause her to have a long haul or any other of that foolishness that goes with this disease. We decree and declare in the blessed name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that she's going to come out of this. Father God, she's gonna have a testimony of the miraculous, how God has touched her body, how God has healed her body. We decree and declare in the blessed name of Jesus that she's decreeing and declaring, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. We decree and declare that we're standing in the gap with her right now. We decree and declare, oh God, that she's going to be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, right now that we decree and declare she is, she is healed in Jesus' name. She is healed in Jesus' name. She is healed in Jesus' name. Now give God some glory. Hallelujah. Give God some glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Brother in-
1: many of you received today? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, the Lord, the Lord brings people to us that will help us, that will help us to engage areas of our life where we're not engaged. Amen. You know, one time I was prophesying over Ethan and I said, Ethan, God's anointed you and you're way off balance, but that's the nature of your calling. You're going to again you're not going to be the master of everything you're or the jack of all trades you're going to be the master of one and when we when we get out there and we begin to become everything God wants us to be amen God will tie us to he'll tie us to something amen and we need the influence of, of other people now here's the thing be I, I don't think you ought to get on YouTube and and just listen to anyone that comes down the pike don't do don't do that. That's dangerous. But if you know if God if God brought you to a place and He gave you a man of God, okay. then you want to trust that God's going to use those people to help you to fulfill your purpose in Jesus' name. I just want to read you one scripture before we dismiss today. Uh, Apostle Smith said tomorrow he's going to talk about hearing some of you. You're like, oh, okay. But Habakkuk chapter two says this: I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and I will watch to see what the Lord will say. Some of you associate hearing with your ears. But in Habakkuk God said, I will watch to see what he will say. And sometimes when God talks, he don't talk through our ears. He talks through what we see. And some of you God's going to God's going to supernaturally. Listen, I'm, I'm just speaking out of my spirit. Supernaturally, some of you are going to get caught up in this house tomorrow, and God's going to give you a fresh vision. One word from God can change everything. One word from God can change everything. I'm, and I'm not talking over a period of time. I'm talking about in 24 hours, one word from God. So, sh- that, so Sheree, we say, we declare, be healed. Amen. That's your word. That's your word. Well, Shree's on the war path today. You know good and well when she, she felt some symptoms. She's like, no, devil in the name of Jesus. What's she called? you know. Anybody Does Shree ever text any of you all? Just think about it. Think about the text that I got today. One right after the other, right after the other. I mean, she was on it. She was, she was circling the wagons. And I told her, I said, I'll pay for a COVID test every day until you come back with a positive one because I'm believing that God's going to heal you and you're going you're going to test and you're going to keep on testing so you can get up in here and 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 receive what the Lord has for you. Amen. So, I'm I'm believing the same for you. Listen, I'm 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 not as scared of COVID. We're not. Y'all have heard y'all have heard me teach and preach a lot along those lines. You're not going to die of COVID. You're going to live. You're not going to, In fact, you're not going to die of anything. One day you're going to be like, well, I think I'm done. One day I'm, going to get, one day I'm going to get a call from Apostle Smith. He's going to be, Brother Ziggy, I've run my race. I've finished my course. Uh, I just wanted to tell you I am I'm out of here, man. I love you, brother. I'll see you over there. Amen. I'm expecting that kind of a phone call. I'm expecting that from Pastor. One day Pastor Ben's going to call me on the phone. He's like, he's going to say, brother, come and have lunch with me one last time. One of us is going to do it. Come have lunch with me one last time. This is, I'm about to, I'm about to end my journey, and I'm not gonna die of sickness. I'm gonna die because I'm done. Amen. Praise God. All right, listen, I love you. How many of you really? I'm telling you. I'm excited. Tuesday. It's Tuesday night, man. Much, much more to come. Apostle Smith will be with us in the morning. Pastor Ben will be with us tomorrow night. Uh Aaron Byrd will be joining us Thursday night and Friday morning. And uh, y'all know, Brother Aaron, my, my, my. So we know the Lord's going to work uh, through Brother Bird, And then I'm, we're going to have a miracle healing service on Friday. So bring those that you know that are in need of a touch from God and be ready. Because I'm, I didn't say I was going to minister healing to the sick. Uh, the Lord's going to minister healing to the sick. And many of you that we've already raised up and trained up to flow in the anointing of God. Uh, God's going to use you here on Friday to minister healing to sick people. Those of you that have been going to the hospital, those of you that have been at Baptist, those of you that went to Mercy, Amen. You know we send people to the hospital every week. Every Thursday, they go to the hospital. Every Friday, they go into the they go into Bricktown downtown and they minister salvation to people. You ought to join us, Amen. You ought to join us. So listen, uh, Father, thank you for all that you've done. Uh, I bless your people, Lord, and I, I know that's silly. But because you already have blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places, but Lord, I say that for the sake of your people that they might believe, Lord, uh, that the work that you've that you've uh, that you've done has already been established in them, and so we declare, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Korese, Turemesea, Madison, who'd you bring with you today? I'm I'm trying to get out of here. Have I ever seen you before? Yeah, you came one other time, didn't you? Over at the other building, praise God. The hand of the Lord still on you, Amen. God, the Lord says this. He says He still don't want you. Uh, he still don't want you hung up on what men have done. He wants you. He wants you immersed in the move of His Spirit. I, I hear God saying that the way the enemy tries to trap you is by getting your focus and your attention on the wrongs that have been done to you. And I hear God saying every time, it's like every time you get in a high place and then seem like somebody do, does you wrong and you end up in the valley and you're like, my God, this is a cycle. It's a cycle. But the Lord says he wants to break the cycle tonight. Amen. I, say, I see the spirit of the Lord on you right now. Amen. And I hear God saying cycles are being broken. You're not going to, uh, you're not going to get on the mountaintop only to have someone do something stupid and you now I'm not saying the Bible says this, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But it doesn't say the weapon won't be formed. Don't fear the weapon. Every tongue that rises against you, the word says, will fail. It doesn't say the tongues won't rise against you. They will. But they will fail. Amen. And that's where God wants you to live in, knowing that even though the weapon is being formed, it's not going to prosper against you. And even though you're being spoken against, every word that's spoken against you is going to fail in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are not. Uh, you are not damaged goods. You are not defective. In fact, you're unique, and that's that's why some kind of have looked at you, and you thought people looked at you over the years because they were uh, they were being critical of you. What they were doing was they were trying to get a good look at you because they ain't never seen nothing like you. I'm I'm telling you the truth. God has deposited something in you that's unique. And this is your hour. This is the time for you to rise and to shine and allow the glory of the Lord to be revealed through you in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you receive that? Praise God. Amen. Amen. All right. Listen, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Go in his presence. Before you leave, love someone because you do. I uh, I will see you guys back here uh, tomorrow at uh, 1030 a.m. Come with bells on. Don't forget, uh, ministers, we have a lunch on Thursday. Shreel will have to let me know how many are coming. Uh, Uh, tomorrow, but we're looking forward to having lunch on Thursday. It's not like we haven't been putting the feedback on anyhow. Praise God. But listen, I love you guys. Uh, Love someone before you leave here. Amen.